The title of my message today is What We Can't See. And it's Hebrews chapter 11 is where uh, we're going to begin, but I have a, a number of texts and things that we're going to, to jump through. But uh, what we can't see. Now, Hebrews 11.1 1 is faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not yet seen. That's a King James version of Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1. And it is the substance of things hoped for. And I always, I always had a difficult time you know, well, what is faith? Faith is the substance, you know, and most of the time we, we've put faith in the category of wish, you know. Kids are making their wish list for Christmas. Parents are wishing they had more money. Uh, <laughs> you know, parents, you know, we wish for this, and, but it's not the same. Faith is a substance, and, and I've, you start putting all this together in the Scriptures, that faith is the substance of things hoped for. That uh, we also know that faith is, that hearing, faith comes by hearing the word. The word became life and dwelt among us. The word became flesh and dwelt among us. So faith is based upon the substance of who Jesus is. So our faith is not a wishful thinking. Our faith is a prayer request. Our faith is an expectation that God, through Christ, is going to work something in our life. So as we put this together for our prayers, that what we can't see is that God is at work in every circumstance of our life. If God, if we could remember, God is at work in every circumstance of my life, God is at work in every circumstance of my life. What I'm doing is I'm looking to see God in everything that happens. It doesn't mean that it originates with God. It doesn't mean that God has initiated it. It means that God is going to finish it. God is going to finish the work that he's begun in our life. And even in our Sunday school lesson, it talked about whenever the, uh, Jesus and using the illustration about um, tares and wheat, the farmer went out and he sowed good seed in his soil, and the enemy came in at night and, threw, and sowed the tares, which were the weeds. And when they started growing, they started to be able to see the difference. <coughs> Excuse me. They started to be able to see the difference. And the, the workers wanted to go out, well, let's go separate them. Let's go pull out the weeds. <laughs> well, What's going to happen when you go through and pull out the weeds? You're going to tramp down the good seed. You're going to pull out the good stock. And so he says, you let it go, and when the harvest, when the end time comes, the harvesters come and they're going to separate them. So in our lives, there are good things and bad things growing at the same time. There are good things and bad things going on at the same time. We have to have the ability to know that what we can't see is that God is at work in all things. So we have to be looking for how that God is going to pr produce a harvest in our life so that the, the evil doesn't take away from the good that God is doing. You know, we said in Sunday school that uh, this is a time of year, harvest time. You know, we, I... I um, Notice there's a lot of soybeans growing around our, our, our area that never used to be. 
And soybeans are those things that are about yay high and they're all brown. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's maybe a foot high, 18 inches high. And the harvest will come in and uh, they'll cut off the, the, the soybean stalks and then they'll break the, 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 the pods open and the soybeans will harvest them. But it's really easy to see the soybeans and the weeds. <laughs> it's easy to tell and to see the weeds, you know. And it's, it's something how that there can be acres and acres of soybeans, and what do we see? The weeds. <laughs> Why? Because they're sticking higher. They're more noticeable. But the weeds don't detract from, they, they're really, the, the machine, the combines and things, as they come through that, they'll cut them both down, and what happens? They will separate them in the harvest. Same thing is going in our life. We have to be able to separate in our mind what is evil and what is good, and focus on the good and not the bad, and know that in the end, it's all going to be harvested, and God will do the separation. Amen? So, in our life, then, we are called upon to have faith in Jesus Christ, that Jesus Christ is able, that he who has begun a good work in us, what's he going to do? He's going to complete it. So God wants to complete the work that he's already begun. If God wants to complete the work he's already begun, what's he going to do? He's going to work in our lives. He's going to work in our lives by his word. His word is going to reveal to us the need for change in us and also how we perceive and see the field in front of us. So we are all about how that God is going to do a work in me and how that he's going to do in the work around me and all the people and things that I'm associated with, God is going to do a work and that God is going to use me, you, <laughs> to be a blessing in the harvest in the field that you are in and he's going to use you to bless other people. And in that blessing and giving, we are sowing seeds that God is going to bring a harvest. So, in Hebrews chapter 11, the um, Message Bible has verse 1 and 2. The fundamental fact of existence is that this trust in God, trust in God, substance of things hoped for, this trust in God, this faith, is the firm foundation under everything that makes life worth living. Everything that makes life worth living has its foundation in Christ. Everything that makes life worth living has something, has the foundation in Jesus Christ that cannot be shaken. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my word will never pass away. Remember the old song as a kid growing up? <laughs> you never heard this. All right. <laughs> the, the wise man built his house upon the rock. Remember that one? The kids... Wise man built his house upon the rock. You don't know that. Okay, so anyhow, foolish man, where'd he build his house? Sand, hey, we got that one. The foolish man built his house upon the sand. The wise man built his house upon the rock. And what happened? The rains came down and the floods came up. The rains came down, the floods came up. What happened? The guy who put his house on the sand washed out. Foundation is in Jesus Christ. Everything of value in our life is based upon our relationship with Jesus Christ. Now, 
Our faith is the foundation. It's our handle on what we can't see. Hmm. What we can't see. Our faith is our handle on what we can't see. Let me ask you something. What is it that you can't see? (laughs) I don't know if I could see it. I'd know what it was. (laughs) But what is it that you can't see? What are you praying for? What are you believing for? What is it that you're, what is the expectancy you have of God that our whole household would be saved? What is the expectancy that you have in God? That God is going to be the provider? God is going to be the sustainer? God is the one who's going to give me strength emotionally, physically, mentally? God is the one who is going to sustain me spiritually? What is it that we can't see that we are praying for that is the substance of hope, what we're hoped for? I was going to bring the, the three things up again, the cup, the bucket, and the garbage can from last week because we knew we had, all we needed was a, a grain, you know, the very pinpoint of a seed, and we could believe for any of these things, but you know what? I, I thought that while the garbage can isn't big enough to hold uh, a car. So you may need a garage for a car. Maybe you need a warehouse to put in the stuff that God's going to give you to distribute to others. Maybe you're going to need a big garage to put the stuff in. Maybe God, you believe in God for a house. <laughs> Maybe you believe in God for a job. Maybe you believe in God for strength to be able to you know, to get through the day. Maybe you're believing God for, you see, what we can't see. What is it that we can't see? I can't see how this is going to happen. Well, don't have to see how it's going to happen. We have to know how that God is capable of doing that which is incapable for us. That we would be able to find favor. We would be able to find favor with God and with man. You know, how that God is going to work his divine favor in our life. God is going to work his divine favor in our life. We are going to find ways that God is going to bless us that we couldn't make happen. You see, that's what we can't see. What we can't see. So what is it that you can't see? (laughs) I can't see what? Any, Any ideas what you can't see? Healing? Sound mind. Well, we could see that if, you would, if it would happen. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> I didn't think that one would come, huh? Cliff was supposed to say that one. Right? But a sound mind, you'd be able to see it if the preacher had one, you know. <laughs> yeah. Pardon? Provisions. Provisions. You know, what is it that we need? What is it that we can't see? We want this to work, and we want that to work a certain way. And, but what about, how, how about money? <laughs> how about divine provision, finances, or jobs, or homes, or motorhomes, or, you know, <laughs> health? How our children are going to, we can't see how things are going to, but you see, when we pray and expect, we are asking God to bless them. (laughs) 
you know, we didn't know how they were going to turn out. It was, you know, and I, we never knew, I never knew what David would do. <laughs> it was always my, it's like, God, what are you going to do with this kid? He's so talented in so many ways, and he just can never find anything. And, you know, one day, <laughs> this person who's rock climbing, he drops her. <laughs> the rope ran out. And never dropped, he's never dropped anyone. But she's the one that fell into his lap. <laughs> you know? We don't know how they're going to turn out. Goes to El Salvador to visit. His whole life now is turned around, making a difference in a, in a country. Rachel, the same way. You just never know. So what are you praying for? What is the expectation? It's what you can't see. So you keep talking about, praying about what's going to happen. What do you want to happen? I want them to be blessed. I want God's blessing to be upon their life, and I want God's blessing to be upon our life. I want God to be part of who we are. And it's that unexpected, what we can't see that makes a difference. That whenever that what we can't see, well, I suppose, <laughs> I suppose it's going to rain today. <laughs> it's going to be bad I got one foot in the grave and one on the banana pill, you know. I suppose I'll die before I'm a certain age, and I suppose that the stock market's going to crash, the car will break down, the dog will get fleas, and the cat will die. <laughs> no, you know, and I could probably get stuck with somebody else's dog. And, yeah. But you see, we, there are, how many are ever around negative people? No, how do they talk? <laughs> it's, it's all going to be bad. It's never going to work. It's never going to happen. You see, their belief. <laughs> we should do, I, I never, never did a study on this, but the Bible is given to everyone a measure of faith. Some people believe for all the wrong things to happen, and they do. Some people believe for all the right things to happen. Well, sometimes it doesn't work. But what if it does? <laughs> and the idea is our belief is built upon what we can't see. And the expector, the expectancy that we have in our life, what do we expect to happen? Well, you know, if a teacher walked into a classroom and says, you know what, I expect all of you are going to fail. <laughs> what? What? You know, I remember going into college, and we sat down and went in there, and the first day with this professor, he says, I grade on the curve, and one-third of you are going to fail, because that's how I have it planned. What, wait, you know what? That's not fair. <laughs> well, if the top two-thirds make a 90 to 100, that means if you have an 85%, you fail. That's not fair. Says, well, it's what I do in my class. One third of you are going to fail. You know, I was never so, I was like, why did I take this course? You know, I went out of this course. I don't want to fail because I know where I rank, you know. <laughs> but I didn't fail the course. But, you know, but we look at those things and we say, how can it be fair? How can it work that way? So whenever you set it up, how many times do we set it up that we are going to fail? Some, you know, I believe that at least one-third of everything I do today is going to fail. What are we going to look for? 
We're going to look through for the one-third of things we're doing today to fail when we look at it. But why can't we say that I believe that God is going to work miracles in my life and difficulties are going to come and that they're, and all are there for me to work through and to continue to allow God to bless me and my life because my expectancy is that the foundation, that the faith, this faith is the firm foundation upon everything that makes life worth living. Jesus Christ is the foundation that makes everything worth living. Everything worth living is founded in Christ. It is the handle that we, can see, that we can't see. It's what I hold on to, that God is more than a conqueror, and he is with me. And I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. God is my handle. The prayer, the expectancy, the hope that is in my heart is in Christ. And I hold on to this because it's what keeps me. We, when we look at this and we look through Hebrews chapter 11, and I'm just briefly going to touch on these, maybe. <laughs> Hebrews chapter 11, verse 3. By faith we see the world called into existence by God's word. There was nothing here, but the word spoken brought it to life. <laughs> Jesus spoke the world into existence. God spoke the world into existence. God the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, they were all there present in creation, spoke the world into existence. And, and I've been trying to think of this and, and watch what I say, because if everything say, think of this, if everything that you would say came to pass, would you be happy or sad? <laughs> Hello? <laughs> if everything that you said comes to pass, what would you have in your possession? And so we need to check what we're saying, align what we're saying with God's word, and expect for God to do the best, to do the best, to be the blessing in our life, to be the firm foundation upon which we stand, and that we're looking for the best, and sure, we're going to slip and fall. That's not the point. The point is that we are expecting that God is going to even use that and turn it around to something good. By an act of faith... Verse 4, Abel brought a better sacrifice to God than Cain. Was it their sacrifices that were wrong? But it, was the, it wasn't the sacrifices they brought, it was the attitude in which they brought them. And Cain killed his brother Abel because he had a kind heart and a, and a gifted heart towards God. Evil tries to, to suppress that which is good. And it's always tried to suppress that which is good. Evil doesn't change. Evil has the same expectation, failure. Faith has the same expectation, God will bless. God will make a difference. It is a firm foundation upon which I stand. And you see, if I believe things are going to be miserable and fail or I believe things are going to be good through Christ and that he's going to work in my life, they are what we can't see. Both of them are what we can't see. Both of them. <laughs> you know? Well, I expect, I expect this or that. I expect the good. 
I expect, hopefully, you see, what I'm saying, I'm, if it comes to pass, then I want it to be good, what, what I say. By an act of faith, Enoch skipped death completely. Enoch walked with God and he was not because God took him. <laughs> you know? God, he's walked on up into heaven. It's all, you know, wow, what a place to be. He was in, may the same mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. That Christ was in our hearts and in our minds and our thoughts and our actions and our attitudes. What would that be? <laughs> Seven, by faith. Noah built a ship in the middle of dry land. Now there's a weird person. <laughs> you know, by faith, Noah built a ship. Where it was, there was, no, there was never even a rain. He didn't build it by a lake. He built it in the middle of a forest. Why? So you'd have trees. <laughs> you know? You can't build a ship without trees, so build it in the middle of the forest. <laughs> That's the middle of the forest. Why do I need a boat here for what we can't see. What we can't see. And I think that what we can't see is that which God wants to do in our life. And he puts this expectation in our heart. He just put this, this expectation in our heart. He always he has this expectation in our heart. I don't know what it is about me and big, big equipment. I don't know. I just, I just love big tractors. <laughs> I just love big combines. Don't give me the little one. I want the biggest one, you know? Don't give me the little tractor that we run around that has 70 horsepower. Give me the horsepower that's like 400 horsepower, you know? I want the big one. Why? I don't know, but I like the big one. <laughs> that's just who I am. It's just inside of me that it works better if it's big. I'll probably have a 70-horsepower tractor mowing my grass of an acre, you know? <laughs> no. I'm <laughs> just kidding. If I do that, you know that my sound mind left. <laughs> you know? But the idea is that we like things a certain way. Why? I don't know. Is that a divine thing? I don't know. But I know this. God, you are, you and I, are perfectly suited for the life that we live. Because you can't be somebody else. If you were somebody else, their life would be a burden to you. If I were somebody else, some other minister, some other preacher, somebody this, somebody that, if I were that person, that life would be a burden to me and I couldn't live it. So you are exactly where God wants you to be. You are the exact person that God wants you to be. And that your life is not to be a burden because Christ is coming. He is here to bless your life where you are at, to make what you have more than enough to meet the needs of your life in the, in the, the field where you're planted. <laughs> Amen. So, <laughs> that God has you in this special place to be this special person that he is going to anoint you where you are at to become what he wants you to be and that we it is not yet appeared what we shall become it's not yet appeared what we shall become but we know it's going to happen because god has promised eye hasn't seen ear heard 
what? The things that God has prepared for those who love him. And you see, it's what? (laughs) It's what we can't see. It's what we can't see. So what is it that we can't see? I can't see how God is going to see. (laughs) I can't see how God is going to bless me this way. Because we have a plan, and God always, whenever our plans get in get in front of his will, those plans will fail. They'll keep failing until we get over what I thought. Did you ever think of that? This is, this is totally, this is just my new thought right here and right now. <laughs> if it's not God, you just let it go. If it is God, then take it. Our plans will keep failing until we get over our plans. We've got to see how God wants to work in our life, and maybe God will use us to bring about that plan, but we're trying to do it on our own and on our, uh, and on our own strength and our own will and our own talents and our own push. And God is saying to you, that is the right direction, but you're not going to do it until I do it through you. You're not going to accomplish it until you turn it over to me and allow me to do it through you because this is just the beginning of what I want to do in your life. And if you don't get this straight, you're going to be failing at all the others. So get this right. Put this in place. Allow me to work through you. And then we will take you on to the next step and to the next step and to the next step. You know? Children of Israel, when they came to the promised land, God says, go take it. Oh, God, there's giants in there. 11-day journey took 40 years. (laughs) God, don't let me spend 40 years. I ain't got got 40 years to to walk around the desert, you know? Well, your shoes will never wear out. Clothes will always be there. And I'll take care of you. You'll have food every day. (laughs) But you'll never make it to where I want you to be. And you see... What is it that he wants us to do? He wants us to, what we can't see, he wants to perform. So what is it that we can't see? And what is it that we can't see is what God has birthed in our heart that we can't see happening. God has that thing inside of you, the birth, that seed, inside of each of us for us to be something, someone, to do something. And it doesn't mean that it's, you know, worldwide distribution of whatever. It means that in our field where we are planted, God is going to do a miracle, miracles, because he's going to use us to be his visible demonstration of who he is. you are going to be God's visible demonstration of who he is. And we can't do that by just being us. We have to allow God to be inside of us, and God and I together are going to do this. So we need to turn it over to God. It doesn't mean we have to, you know, we have to move to China. It means that we have to look through the eyes that God wants us to see 
and see how God wants us to do and that we ask God every day and thank God every day for the blessings he's going to bring into our lives, how that God is going to answer our prayers, how God is going to lead us, how God is going to change us, how God is going to work in this situation so that God, it is your life, it is your will, it is your purpose and I don't have a clue what I'm supposed to do even though I've been doing the same thing every day for 40 years. What I want to do, Lord, is to do what you want me to do, to say what you want me to say, to be what you want me to be, to, to build my hopes and expectations on something that can never be shaken, no matter how much it changes. Because my life is built upon the rock and nothing can shake it. No matter what happens in my life, I will not be shaken because what I am doing is built on God. There is no failure in our faith. It's an expectation. And so we need to get our expectation in line with what God is saying in our hearts. And only, only we know that. Only you know that. I can't tell you what God has birthed in your heart. I just know that God wants to do something very special in each of our lives because we're his child and we, he wants us to demonstrate who he is. <laughs> Amen? Amen? Do we believe that? So how big is your, how, how big is your dream? You want a big garbage can? <laughs> a big garbage. You want a garage? You want a house? Tabby. Want a house? Yes, I have. Okay, want a house. Uh, who wants a garage? Who wants a car? Who wants a boat? Who wants a plane? You know, it doesn't matter. How big is it? Well, how big is God? <laughs> he's a big God. So therefore, he's got to move in our heart to help us do the work that he has put within our hands. So if we allow God to do the work that is in our hands, to do it well before God, to learn with all of these things, because it is these things that God is going to use to help us become who he wants us to be, to take us and take us and take us and take us. Amen? Let's all stand. So if he wants you to go build a ship in the middle of a forest... Don't do it. That was Noah's call. He didn't, you didn't weren't called to be Noah. <laughs> but if he wants you to be you right in the field where you're planted, bloom where you're planted. Hello. Bloom where you're planted. God will do the rest. Thank you, Father, for your blessings multiplied a thousand times in our lives. God, it's inconceivable in our mind, but it, because it was birthed in the heart of God, it is possible. So, Lord, thank you that what we believe, what we know, is from you, Lord, and your spirit and your word. Teach us your word. Teach us, O oh Lord, how to live with you, through you, in you, that our life be built on the foundation that can never be shaken, no matter what winds of time and problems may come. We're safe 
on the rock, Jesus Christ. Amen? God bless you.